Welcome to Paradox Jukebox, everybody. Hello and hi. Welcome Hello. to Friday Fun. I had to do it. I have to do it, you guys. It's just habit. It's tradition. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tradition, tradition. Name that show. Nope. Uh, if I were a rich man, no, it's Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's a great show. I it's should know show. that. Yeah, Capital it's not it just a year, Gwen but... Stefani song. <laughs> Which fun fact? Uh, if you ever play Miranda Lambert's Casa Rosa on down uh, on Lower Broad in Nashville, you are not allowed to play Gwen Stefani or Blake Shelton tunes. That's a rule. I didn't know that. That's a rule. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, Leilani, who's one of our Hellcats, she told me that because she's she plays the downtown circuit all the time. She's like, yeah, those are the only rules. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, and you're not allowed to like walk around with the tip bucket. Which, oh, yeah. Which some places like I get. Some places like there, it's like people just like it's expected that you drop money into the tip bucket. Which brings us to part. Two of what it's like to be an independent musician. Absolutely. <laughs> Man. It's very different in, in Nashville versus Ohio, I would think. And really Nashville versus other states in general. I'm gonna say that Nashville is really its own it's its own entity. There are so many it different is. things that happen in Nashville that really don't happen anywhere else. They don't. And and a lot of it is just because of, you know, just because of the culture that was built, you know, back in the, uh, you know, the 50s and 60s, really. I mean, like, especially with the onslaught of, like, Nashville numbers, nobody else in the world does Nashville numbers. It's only Nashville. Yeah, but and, they're very useful. Holy crap, so useful. 100% <laughs> useful. I Look, when I first got to Nashville, I was like okay, WTF, what is this language, you know? Because mm -hmm. I'm over here, like, you know, classically trained percussionist thinking, why aren't we just writing it in, like, standard notation or, like, jazz charts, you know? And they're, like, they're similar in some ways, but then, like, instead of saying, you know, fermata, you put mm -hmm. a diamond around a chord, and it's supposed to mean the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I've seen people put fermatas over uh, diamonds, because diamonds is just like you hit the one and wait four beats and then keep going. Right. A fermata, you hold it out until the person says go. Well, see, and that's the thing, though. Like, depending upon who you're playing with, that might actually be what they mean. Because I've run into that. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't just like holding a whole note. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So if you just want to hold a whole note. Yeah. This is something. I mean, beats. I'm sure you've taught your <laughs> Four beats. Hold on. Hold on. It's four beats. If you're in four four time, yes. for everybody who has no idea what we're saying, um, again, this is reiterating things in Nashville that don't happen anywhere else. Yep. <laughs> but I think more and more people are adopting the the Nashville number system um, in like the music industry specifically, because um, I've talked to to um, like I've had co writes with people from like New York and L A. and they understand the Nashville number system. Well, yeah, because they came to Nashville and had to figure it out. Not because they were in New York well, and used it. I can guarantee you. <laughs> it was a Zoom right. They were it physically in New York City. And the other one was physically in L.A., but I think it's because they write with people from Nashville. Correct. Yes. So. I, I'll never forget. I, I panicked the first time I got handed charts, and I literally texted 15 of my friends, and I'm like, what is this? And only one person 
of those 15 got back to me and was like, oh, that's the Nashville number system. I'm like, cool, you know it, explain, you know? <laughs> okay, then- so just like real fast, let's explain what the Nashville number system is since I'm sitting at my piano. <laughs> so, and I, I just want to make a correlation for anybody who has been classically trained. If you've ever done any kind of annotation or if you've ever done any kind of like counterpoint theory where you actually had to like write figured base and all of that stuff using roman numerals this is exactly what you're doing it is exactly the same thing as roman numerals so here we are in the key of c yeah can everybody hear that yes okay so typical scale and just for reference i heard all of those in numbers in my head (laughs) that's how ingrained to Nashville number I am. (laughs) Right. So Nashville number, it's usually referring to chords. You can also use it to refer to melody notes, but for the sake of today, we're just going to do chords. So in the key of C, you hear a lot of this. And if you get triggered into singing Wagon Wheel, I apologize. (laughs) So what I just played was C, F major, G major, C major. And in Nashville number, that is one, four, five one because if you listen to the scale it goes one two three four five six seven one one seven six five four three two one so f and g one two three f four five g and then occasionally six minor which is a minor and then back to one that is the down and dirty of nashville number yes So if that doesn't make any sense to you, sign up for lessons with Katie and I. Yes. (laughs) Look, I, I was, I was not the best at theory, but I took a lot of like extra lessons and I, and I passed all four years of my theory. Right. And so I felt really stupid at first when I didn't put two and two together and then it started to make sense. But there's a lot more to Nashville numbers that is actually very confusing because of the way that mm-hmm. you all flip and use the relative minor and relative yes. majors. That that really screwed me up for a little bit. But anyway, I digress. Let's keep talking. Anyway, so being an independent musician, <laughs> you you honestly don't have to know Nashville numbers to be an independent musician. It's just very, very helpful when you start playing with a band. Yeah. And, and so when you're on stage and if you're all doing kind of like a little improv, you can call out in whatever key, hey, this is, you know, a blues in E. And so your one, four, and five are going to be E, A, and B. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, uh, so that's that's part of it. <laughs> the other part of it is an admin side. Yeah, which none of us are good at. No, can I just can I just t- blanket statement because everybody I've ever talked to is like I hate admin. <laughs> We're, that's not what our brains are programmed to do. No. And if it weren't for some of the apps that we have that aid oh us God. literally every freaking day, Canva. Um, oh, my God. God bless Canva. Can you please be a sponsor? Because we yeah, use right. you daily. 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 All of our – if you go to music at Music on the Move uh, Studios on Instagram or at Paradox Jukebox on – is it Paradox underscore Jukebox? Paradox. Paradox underscore jukebox. My bad. Paradox underscore jukebox on Instagram. Every graphic you see, we created on Canva. Yep. Every single one. Every single one. And that is because it is, and this is a free advertisement for Canva. So you're welcome, Canva. Um, (laughs) 
but it's it's just like such an easy graphic design tool which is yeah. something you have to do as an artist is you have or as a business owner you have to create your own graphics yep and honestly that one's kind of fun for me because it's art yeah and they i mean but canva does a really good job they have a lot of cool little features that really help you you know make your graphics look polished you know mm -hmm. there are plenty of apps out there that make it look like a child did it you know <laughs> But yeah. and but that's also one of the reasons why we use Canva is because we were able to create branding with it. Yeah. Yeah. And God, like you can literally create anything you want. So if you get our uh, – if we ever pitch to you for sponsorship, the sponsorship deck we created, Canva. Mm -hmm. The Music on the Move about pamphlet, Canva. Canva, our one sheet, Canva. Our uh, vocal studio agreement or guitar percussion, all the other things you do, bass uh, studio agreement, Canva. Like everything. Yep. Everything we have created has been on Canva. I used to do everything on PowerPoint because Canva didn't exist yet. Right. Oh, God, PowerPoint. And it was just like it's – Yeah. There just wasn't enough available. And like Canva, even the free version. Right. You can do so much. We pay for it because we use it, again, daily. And daily. it's a tax write-off. Also, something that is very annoying as an independent artist, you are – doing taxes and tracking your own expenses which is something you should do regularly but like when you work for a different company they do it for you and so if you listen to the steph belcher episode that just released a couple weeks ago you can learn all about taxes as an independent musician absolutely and which is highly i've already i've already pointed a couple of students um towards that episode so that they could get a move on it you know yeah um I'll also say too one of the one of the apps that I love to use, especially when it comes to taxes, is Foreseat. Mm -hmm. And so, welcome for this free promotion. You literally can take pictures of your receipts of everything you buy, including show clothes, by the way, including makeup, including hats, including merch. Oh, speaking of, of which, Katie and I are wearing our own T-shirts today. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Thanks, Sticker Mule. Thank you so much, Sticker Mule. Uh, you did not sponsor them, but you gave us a sale. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> we love a $9 t-shirt. Uh, yes, absolutely we do. But yeah, and, you know, track, track all of your expenses. Um, you can go out to dinner with another musician, and it's still technically a write-off. Mm -hmm. If you go to a show and you buy a drink for somebody, or you buy a drink for yourself, and you sit there and you network, you can write that off. Absolutely. I literally, like, at the top of all of my receipts, um, anywhere I go, if I'm, like, if anything about my music or Music on the Move Studios comes up or Paradox Jukebox, I literally write at the top of uh, the receipt, dinner with this person. Yep. Or this show. Yep. Just so I can remember, oh, this wasn't just me going getting drinks with somebody. This was – this turned into something profitable. Thank you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, instrument repair. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Like in any kind of instrument, purses, cases, microphones, cables, all of that stuff. Picks. Picks. Yep. Even the things that cost like 10 cents. Mm-hmm. Still a write-off. Yeah. And then let's not forget about the gas. Oh, my God. I just burped again. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you all tell I just ate? <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah, gas mileage. mileage. I forgot – to track my mileage last year. Oh, that's a bummer. That is a huge write-off, guys. It's massive. Huge. 
would you, I used to have uh, an app that did it for me and then I got tired of paying for it and now I'm like no totally worth it yeah so mileage yeah. um websites mm-hmm. any any kind of services you pay for yes yeah. write it all off yeah guys yeah it's oof woof that's yeah. that's like that's just the taxes side of it mm-hmm. it's not even like the income side of it right because anything that you take in on depending um because i know a lot of people don't count their tips yeah um but like base pay we talked about what's different in Nashville versus Ohio. Base pay in Nashville is way less. Oh, my God. If you're it's... doing, like, Broadway gigs, unless you are doing corporate gigs, those are great. Right. Or weddings, also great. Yep. Um, or private parties. It's just – oh, there's all these different – you can definitely be an independent musician and make a good living. Mm-hmm. You just got to keep up with everything you do. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you do. You have to keep track of everything so that, you know, when the time comes, you can actually track those write-offs. You can track exactly how much income you are getting, you know, versus, you know, maybe what you got the last year. I mean, it's, you are really a one-stop shop as far as it comes to being a small business. You are a small business Mm -hmm. and it's fine that you're a small business of one, Mm -hmm. but just be a smart small business of one. Yes. Yes. Start like I, you've heard us hammer this home so many times, but you are a business. Mm-hmm. The fact that Katie and I are co-founders of Music on the Move Studios and it it we are small business owners. That what that didn't just start when we started Music on the Move Studios. Right. It started when we became musicians, Correct. full-time musicians. So, think of yourself that way. Yeah. Even if you, like, think that you're operating at a loss, you're probably not. Well, Just... especially this day and time, I think it's much easy, easier to operate in the green rather than to operate at a loss, given the way that so many things are online now. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to necessarily worry about, you know, pay, well, at least we don't have to worry about paying overhead as far as, you know, like a building is concerned. We don't have yeah. a brick and mortar to worry about. We don't have those Would we utilities. like one one day? Yes. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's very expansive. It is expansive. Um, but also, here's like one thing that just popped up in my head. Like, as an independent musician, you think you have to play full band shows to make money. You don't. Mm-mm. You absolutely do not. There are plenty of acoustic gigs in so many places. And if you get tired of playing those acoustic gigs, then stop. Yeah. But no, like, You'll need to make up that money somewhere else. Right. Or just give yourself a break. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but like I I have recently started playing more and more and more full band shows because I have found the shows that make it worth it to yeah. pay, play full band shows. I used to just play full band all the time thinking like I wasn't a real artist if I didn't. That's mm-hmm. not true. No. That's not, not true. All. I was bleeding money. Yeah. Because I was always, I my priority is always to pay the band before I pay myself. Well, that's because you're doing it right. Well, thank you. But like the, the band is doing you a service. That's Absolutely, like you, there are you people have to pay in your, your like your employee. <laughs> your employee, <laughs> you are the boss. They're your employees. It, I mean, that's obviously not how I think of my band. But right, that like on paper, that's, that's how the they IRS are. sees it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, we could. God, y'all, we could keep going down this rabbit hole, but we do not have time. 
Maybe not. But we hope that this has given you some insight, even, you know, a little bit further into what it's like to be an independent artist and all of the different hats that you have to wear to be successful. Yes. So if you run into your favorite independent artist and they're exhausted, <laughs> there's a good reason. Yeah. Buy them a coffee. They need it. Yeah. Yeah. Or an espresso. Yes. yes. Something. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, you guys. We appreciate you. We love you. And we will see you next week. Katie will see you on Wednesday. I will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will see you all next Friday. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.